The healthcare industry has undergone transformational change in the past 10 years, especially as it relates to the implementation of technology. Even so, there's much more to do and many companies are out there doing it, but you don't know about them. At Intrepid Healthcare, our podcast will bring you the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. The people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought-leading trailblazer. Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to this discussion with another great innovator. It's on a mission to improve the impact of pharmacy on patient care and on optimal clinical outcomes. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Brian Roberts, CEO of Pipeline RX. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joe, for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks so much for making the time to be here. Before we begin our discussion, could you take a few seconds and tell the audience about you and your background? Yeah, sure to do that, Joe. Again, name is Brian Roberts. I have history of building operating companies. Spent my first 11 years working in the private equity and venture capital markets, and then built three companies in healthcare, two in medical staffing, and then the third here, Pipeline RX. Great. And that's a great segue. Could you take a couple minutes and provide our audience with a 10,000-foot overview of Pipeline RX? Sure. Happy to do it. Pipeline RX is a telepharmacy platform company. We provide both a service and a technology that enables hospitals and other providers to optimize their staffing ratios, their pharmacy staffing ratios across their organization. Perfect. We've been in business for over six years, and the company in itself, we serve over 200 hospitals across America. Great. Brian, let's start with this. How has telepharmacy evolved from telemedicine? Yeah, it's an interesting story. Telemedicine has gone back several decades in terms of using technology to enable delivery of healthcare. And telepharmacy has its earliest origins in working with the U.S. government, also in working with NASA and space programs where they needed remote pharmacy services to get the job done. And Pipeline RX was one of the early innovators in terms of building a commercial business around telepharmacy. We modeled the business after some of the earliest teleradiology models. And teleradiology was the movement of images out of the four walls of the hospital to be read by a remote staff, which brought a couple of benefits. First was access to radiologists. Two was cost, reducing cost for hospitals. And three was providing certain types of expertise in the radiology field. So we took that same premise and applied it to the acute care pharmacy world, where we could move prescriptions to a more efficient labor site. Perfect. In what ways is telepharmacy becoming a viable strategy to improve patient care and streamline workflow? Yeah, it's becoming a very viable strategy as relates to the hospital's strategy. A pretty simple value proposition for the hospital. They can tap into our outsourced network to help improve care and help improve access to highly qualified pharmacists also enables them to drive synergies within their own business because they can take their own staff 
and point those folks towards on-site activities, working with the care teams, working with the doctors and the nurses to make sure that patient safety, all the safety measures are met within the organization. So we actually partner with the hospitals to help them optimize those staffing ratios. What happened prior to telepharmacy is that each hospital itself was staffed like a firehouse. And so each hospital had a number of pharmacists that was able to handle their peak capacity. Pipeline enabled them to kind of right-size that opportunity and then use a variable cost model and pipeline's labor to optimize their staffing levels. So very interesting to be able to assist the hospitals in reducing costs and improving care. Brian, you really piqued my interest because I was there in the early days of teleradiology and lived through that model and building out models of teleradiology and how to deliver it. What were some of the challenges of building out telepharmacy that you guys encountered? It was a great adventure, Joe. When we started the business, there were only about 11 states that allowed for telepharmacy. And over the years have gone, and as we've worked with the state boards, there are now 47 states that allow for telepharmacy. So we definitely had to get in front of the state boards and explain to them, the state boards of pharmacy, why this was safe, why this was cost-effective, and why this would benefit hospitals in their particular state. So I would say, first, working with the state boards. I think, two, was the technology. So we had very, very humble beginnings. We used to have the hospitals put their prescriptions on a fax machine and send it to us. Hmm. Well, now, as you know, there's a lot more e-prescribing and computer physician order entry. So now we're very sophisticated in terms of how we receive the prescriptions from the hospitals. The connectivity has gotten better. So the bandwidth at the hospitals and the bandwidth within our organization allows for information to move seamlessly now between the hospital and to Pipeline Rx. So those were two of the hurdles that we were able to overcome for the first couple of years in this business. Brian, you're bringing back some really bad memories of banks of fax machines on the side of a room with <laughs> scripts coming in from hospitals all over the country to get teleradiology services. And we, we, as we optimized the process, quote unquote, with these fax machines, we'd have to get runners from the fax machines to bring them to the right radiologists. And oh, man, it's tough to imagine that healthcare was there just a short time ago. You mentioned that your customers are hospitals. Could you explain your business model a little bit more? Are you providing an actual pharmacist to those hospitals, a platform to do pharmacy? How does that work? Yeah, the way to think of our business is two ways. First is we run a technology-leveraged outsourcing service. So primarily our hospital customers use us at the nights and on the weekends when that prescription volume drops. So they can use pipeline at a time at which their pharmacist internally would be underutilized. And so we've got a nice value proposition and savings for the hospital. The other side of our business is that we built this pretty sophisticated piece of technology that enables thousands of prescriptions to come into us each night and then get networked to our 120 pharmacists that work around the country for us. And this piece of technology not only serves our base telepharmacy model, but we actually sell that software in itself to the IDNs or to the health systems. So as you know, there's been a lot of consolidation, Joe, in healthcare, and there's some pretty massive hospital companies out there. 
So we'll actually sell them the technology back so they can manage their own pharmacies even better using our software. Perfect. What are some of the most important ways that your capabilities meet the needs of pharmacies in search of something better? I'd say there's a couple things. First, I would say is expertise. So they're able to tap into a network of experts. We employ over 120 pharmacists, and they have very unique specialties within our network. So we have oncology pharmacists and pediatric pharmacists and behavioral health pharmacists. So there's a network of folks within our organization that are able to really raise the bar in terms of the pharmacy work that we do, in terms of making sure that your loved one, your family member in the hospital is being taken care of. Secondly, I would say with our service and with our technology, we improve the turnaround times. So we've all been in the hospital where we know a loved one 30 minutes from when the nurse and doctor visit to when that drug comes upstairs and is administered. Well, with telepharmacy, you have almost immediate turnaround time. Our average turnaround time is three minutes from the time the doctor writes the script to when we've approved it. And so you've brought a lot more efficiency and speed and interoperability to the health system, which we're really able then to impact the quality of care. Outstanding. Brian, let's talk about the rural use case. How is telepharmacy increasing access to clinical excellence in the countryside and rural areas? There's over 2,000 rural independent hospitals in North America. So there's certainly a lot of rural hospitals that provide an incredible service to rural communities. But they don't always have the capital and or the expertise that they need in terms of pharmacy work. And so our model, we're able to bring our remote service to these hospitals, which drives both cost savings as well as better access. Imagine that you're running a small clinic outside of Birmingham, Alabama, and it's very difficult for you to recruit a night pharmacist and recruit the quality one that you would want. Well, you could hire Pipeline RX, and we'll make sure that all your orders are entered and on a timely basis from any period that you desire. So you can sign up with us to go from 6 p.m. in the evening through 8 a.m. in the morning, and we will take care of those orders using our remotely trained, high-quality trained pharmacy staff. So rural health care is a very important part of our business model. In many cases also, when we're doing that order entry work and that verification, we're freeing up their internal pharmacists to go do work, get up on the floors, work with the care teams, and really practice what they were meant to do when they were trained in pharmacy school. So certainly we work very closely with rural health care and partner with many organizations that provide rural health care across America. What's next in telepharmacy? Where is the industry going? Gosh, we really feel, Joe, like we're in the first inning, this ball game, this nine-inning game, just scratching the surface. So we see certainly extensions of our service. We see more work in terms of discharge planning and discharge management. We see more work in terms of working on the front end, working with med reconciliation, and really understanding the meds that that patient is on when they enter the hospital. We see this service spilling over into emergency room departments, which traditionally haven't had pharmacy oversight. We also see the business extending deeper into other areas of delivery. So thinking about behavioral health care, long-term acute care, 
nursing homes, other places which don't have 24 access to a pharmacist, but can really utilize one. And so, again, we see a lot of growth in the telepharmacy business model. Great. And then what's coming for Pipeline RX? What are you bringing to your customers as we head into 2016? Bringing a bunch of things. First, I would say expertise in terms of our pharmacy teams. So as our pharmacy staff grows larger and larger, we're able to bring expertise in areas like oncology and pediatrics. We're bringing better connectivity so information can move even faster between that hospital and Pipeline RX. So we're developing interoperable relationships with all the major EHR and healthcare information technology companies. The other thing is video. You'll see us introducing a lot of video technology so that we're able to communicate face-to-face with nurses and doctors in a care team situation and also counsel patients, whether they're being discharged or whether we're following up with them 15 days after they're discharged to make sure they're taking their meds and are they having any side effects. So you see a lot more technology overlaid as the technology continues to improve. Brian, I wonder if you'll humor me with a personal question. My niece is going through her fellowship now. She'll be on the job market in May looking for her first pharmacy position. What type of advice would you give to a new pharmacist? Oh, what a great opportunity for a young pharmacist. And I think the thing to do is to embrace technology, number one. So make sure you're up to speed on, and with the young kids, we don't have much problem there. They are already using technology. But I would say secondly is to get out into the field and get some expertise in working with patients. Most of the folks that we hire are somewhere between five and seven years of hospital experience. So we really like them to have that ability to work with patients and work with care teams. And then they can translate that across to the telepharmacy side and and bring that warmth and expertise to the table. So I encourage them to go do those rotations, get some hospital experience, embrace the technology, and then certainly we're looking for great people to join our team. Certainly some great advice, Brian. I hate to say it, but we're running out of time today. Before I let you go, where can people go to learn more about Pipeline RX? Yeah, Joe, the easiest place to get information on Pipeline is to go to PipelineRx.com, which is our website. We're also fairly active on social media and Facebook and Twitter, so you can always follow us there. We're pretty active in terms of our blogging, so we'll look forward to having some of your listeners join in and follow Pipeline RX. Good deal, and we'll provide all those links as part of the show notes. Brian, it was so great to have you. Thanks for sharing your wisdom with us and telling us about the great work you and your team at Pipeline RX is doing. Thanks a lot, Joe. All right, that wraps this broadcast. On behalf of our guests, Brian Roberts, I'm Joe LaBelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare.